You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, fuck yeah! One pick going to your New Orleans Pelicans. Oh my God, you guys. So Pelicans getting fucking Zion Williamson. Welcome to another edition of Locked on Pelicans, the lottery winning edition of Locked on Pelicans. And we're just going to jump right on into it. I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. That was me live in the moment last night. I was live streaming the reaction to the NBA lottery on Twitch. It was a lot of fun. Figured I'd clip the instant reaction. Sorry for all the swearing right off the bat. Probably a little jarring. But oh my God, Pelicans getting Zion Williamson, the number one overall pick in the lottery. No need to bear the lead on this one. So, Locked On Pelicans daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, including the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. Again, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Obviously, today's podcast going to be recapping the NBA Draft Lottery. Pelicans jumping to the number one overall pick with just a 6% chance. We're going to talk about the rest of the lottery as well. What does this mean for the Pelicans? What does it mean for the Anthony Davis sweepstakes? Then we've got some other news about the Pelicans, which now kind of falls by the wayside because it's not nearly as important as that. So everything you want to know about the Pelicans, the number one overall pick, Zion Williamson, we are going to cover all. All of it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. All right, the NBA draft lottery Pelicans define the odds jumping to number one overall despite having just a 6% chance. It was actually a pretty good night for teams with a 6% chance at the number one overall pick. You saw Memphis jump up to two. So let's kind of walk through how everything went. You wanted to kind of see Boston start off the lottery reveal. They did, getting Sacramento's pick at 14. Went chalk with Miami at 13, then Charlotte at 12. And then things got a little bit interesting and not in a good way, but also also in a good way for the Pelicans when the 11th pick came up what should have been the Los Angeles Lakers was in fact not it was Minnesota meaning the Lakers jumped into the top four the instant reaction to this was this is a good thing because the Lakers want Anthony Davis if they ended up number one overall there's a good chance they might trade that pick for Anthony Davis increasing the Pelicans chances at getting Zion Williamson but it was Minnesota that was there at 11 followed by Atlanta meaning the Dallas pick did not jump up and then Washington and when Washington came up we said oh boy that means that Memphis has jumped up a division rival so now two teams have potentially leapfrogged the Pelicans pushing them you know um, in in a better spot or in a worse spot than they would have been likely going to be at eight and then Atlanta came up Chicago came up And when Chicago came up, it meant New Orleans was now in the top four. So you were looking at a very good potential top four for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. The Lakers in there themselves are in there and Memphis, meaning there's one other team and we wanted it to be the New York Knicks. Then you had Chicago, you had Phoenix, you had Cleveland, which meant the Knicks were in the top four. Basically almost as perfect of a top four for New Orleans as you could have imagined. The Knicks maybe, maybe not want to trade for Anthony Davis. We've heard different things yesterday for Shams over the Athletics saying, yes, they will shift their focus to Anthony Davis. Then you also heard Woj on the telecast drop a bomb right off the bat saying if 
New York ended up with the number one overall pick. You were going to see Zion Williamson play in Madison Square Garden. We'll talk about this a little bit more in the second part of the podcast here today. But it meant New York was at least in the top four team that would probably potentially trade for Anthony Davis. The Lakers certainly would trade for Anthony Davis. Memphis being the only team that wouldn't really trade for Anthony Davis. And of course, you wanted the Pelicans in the top four overall. So this was a great top four. Maybe, maybe Chicago would have been the other team you would have liked to have seen over the Memphis Grizzlies. You know what? All things considered, we don't need to be greedy. Not too bad of a situation. Then at four, they showed the Lakers, meaning the Pelicans were in the top three. It's a draft with top three guys. That's kind of the first tier of players, and it drops a little bit. So you didn't want to see the Pelicans come up number four, though you would have taken it, again, to find the odds. But the Lakers finishing fourth overall. Then it was New York, meaning it was down to New Orleans or Memphis for the number one overall pick. And of course, when you saw Memphis and their logo come out of that envelope at two, it meant New Orleans has defied the odds, ended up with the number one overall pick going to be drafting Zion Williamson. Let's just make no doubt about it. And this set Pelicans fans off into a frenzy. I went into a bit of a frenzy again. Sorry for the swearing at the beginning of the podcast. That was my immediate in the moment reaction. Funny story. Last time I did a video live stream for the lottery, which is not something you do very often when you cover the Pelicans, given the past eight, nine years of them basically trading first round pick after first round pick. I did it for the 2012 lottery was live when I was still with BourbonStreetShots.com with Michael McNamara on there and the Pelicans Ended up with the number one overall pick again. So this was pretty cool. I'm glad I did it. Not saying it was me. Just saying maybe had a hand in it in some capacity. Alvin Gentry was in the room with the lottery balls where the drawing was being occurred. Zach Lowe on ESPN's telecast said after. Alvin Gentry may have let out an expletive and just started running around and high-fiving everyone. That is a good reaction to hear from the Pelicans head coach. There's not too much to kind of dive into in terms of the number one overall pick. It's Zion Williamson. There's no other question, really. It's not going to be John Morant. It's not going to be R.J. Barrett. We don't need to debate who the better prospect of those two would be for the number one overall pick because this is what it's going to be. You've got your new franchise cornerstone centerpiece. This is exactly what New Orleans needed. This is their chance to really right the wrongs, in my opinion, of the past Anthony Davis tenure and Dell Demps tenure. Dell Demps, when he landed that franchise-changing guy in Anthony Davis, went the young vet route that we all know and don't love. And that was get Anthony Davis talent around him that's able to try and win right now. But what that does is it robs you of future cheap assets and you end up with bloated guys and a bloated salary cap where you have very little flexibility to kind of make regular game-changing moves that you need to keep yourself competitive. I look at the Sixers and I don't mean the Sixers process, but I look at you know, the process in all caps there. I look at it in a sense of what they did this year. They traded for Jimmy Butler and for Tobias Harris within like two months of each other because because they had young guys on cheap rookie deals and other future first round picks. That's the route New Orleans needs to go. They had all that flexibility because they had guys on rookie deals or on their second contract and not guys on their third contracts in the NBA taking up the majority of your salary cap. Zion is going to be incredibly cheap for the next four years. 
Bide your time, know when to strike, and keep flexibility in mind. Even with him, he's not going to transform this team as a rookie. It's rare that rookies do that. But now you have a chance to take an entirely different team-building approach while still having that franchise guy on your roster, what the Pelicans did not do right when they had Anthony Davis on his cheap rookie deal and even on his second contract, instead choosing to sign some of these other guys, and it did not work out. This is your chance to kind of right the wrong of the past. So enjoy it, Pelicans fans. After the season you all went through, it is just kind of nice to have a moment like this. Get the Zion Williamson jersey, jerseys, whatever merchandise you want ready because he is I'd say it's not 100%, but 99.9% likely to be headed to New Orleans in the future. So I know what you're thinking, and that, of course, is now what happens with Anthony Davis, and we'll touch on that just in a minute here. But don't forget, when you get in your car in the morning, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans. We're going to have a lot to talk about in the weeks coming up to the NBA draft. And then when Zion Williamson is selected number one overall by your New Orleans Pelicans, make sure you listen to every episode. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans. So while still celebrating, there's a big question mark out there, and that is Anthony Davis. Any chance that David Griffin can convince him to return because a core of Anthony Davis, Zion Williamson, and Drew Holiday sounds very, very fun to me to watch next year. Imagine the pick and rolls that you would see with that kind of offense. Oh my God, just absolute destruction. But it's probably not meant to be. Shams tweeted it out that Anthony Davis still wants a trade from this team despite them landing the number one overall pick. This keeps in line with what I said last week, what Fletcher Mackle said of WDSU last week as well, that you know what? He's not changing his mind. He seems to really want out, even though things have seemed to have turned around for the Pelicans. He does not want to be here. They still do have a meeting set between Anthony Davis and David Griffin. Drew Holiday is going to be there too. So will Aaron Nelson. They're going to make a big presentation to try and uh, convince him to stay, but it's likely not going to happen. Simple as that. So then the question becomes, well, what is a realistic trade option for him now? And this is when things get a little bit clear. You have a couple front runners. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the Boston Celtics still. And of course, the New York Knicks. Now that the number one overall pick isn't on the table, a package of maybe Kevin Knox, the third overall pick, some of those future Dallas picks, and maybe Dennis Smith Jr. could be enough to convince the Pelicans to ship Anthony Davis off to Madison Square Garden. Boston still has, let me count, I want to say it's three first-round picks in this draft, 14, 20, and 22. They also have that Memphis pick, which is top six protected next season. They have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. We've talked at length about those guys. We'll talk about them at length some more. You know, if you're high on one of them, I can see why you would be. I can also see why you wouldn't be. You can potentially get a deal done there as well. And the Lakers now have a top four pick. Maybe you weren't sold on Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and some of the other guys, Kyle Kuzma, much before. But does the fourth overall pick potentially change your mind? I'd say, if I had to guess, that the Knicks would be the front runner. I like that third pick over the fourth pick, just in this kind of top three heavy draft. It's giving you a chance at Ja Morant or uh, sorry, Ja Morant or R.J. Barrett. I think those are the two guys you want over who you might draft at four. I think there's a bit of a fall off there, just a bit. You know, I'm not particularly enamored with 14, 20, and 22 by Boston in what's a, considered to be a bit of a weaker draft. Um, 
but still something could get done. So this becomes a very intriguing race. And again, maybe a team like Denver gets a little bit desperate after losing in game seven of the second round and decides to go all in. Let's see what happens with the Toronto Raptors in their Eastern Conference final series against the Milwaukee Bucks. Do they think they'll have a better chance of re-signing Kawhi Leonard if they make a move for Anthony Davis to try and pair those two together alongside Kyle Lowry up north? So that's kind of what I'm looking at in terms of the three teams teams that kind of intrigue me the most though teams with the young potential because in some of those trades you could still get a top pick and also get guys who can contribute roll out drew holiday zion williamson dennis smith jr and some filler and maybe have a competent enough team you could roll out drew holiday zion williamson jason tatum or jalen brown maybe a gordon hayward as well and potentially have a playoff team along with a bunch of future first round picks or maybe you like brandon ingram kyle kuzma zion williamson and drew holiday and want to roll the that those guys out there who could potentially compete in the western conference as well so that's kind of what you're looking at this is Fun, because now David Griffin has a variety of options open for him if he doesn't manage to convince Anthony Davis to return, which, like I said, not really counting on. But now we kind of have a much clearer picture of where this team might go, what the roster is going to start to look like next year. Don't forget, they still have some big decisions to make on a guy like Alfred Payton. We've got to wait to see what Julius Randle does as well. But a pretty fun night for New Orleans. Now the possibilities in the future look a whole lot brighter than they did just 24 hours ago. So it's a fun time to be a Pelicans fan. You want to know what's going on with this team. Best way to do that is go to your app store, download the Himalaya podcast app and subscribe to Locked on Pelicans. There's going to be a lot of rumors in the future about where Anthony Davis is going to go. We're going to start breaking down Zion Williamson, some of these other trade partners as well, and what those players can bring to the team. You want to keep up with all of it. So download the Himalaya podcast app and subscribe to the Locked on Pelicans podcast. So there will be time in the future to break down all that goes along with having the number one overall pick and the ability to trade Anthony Davis for a potential top four uh, pick as well, which is pretty great for the Pelicans. But in the meantime, we've got some other news that I do want to mention that I think is pretty important to say, and we'll leave some of this other stuff for later in the week and the weeks that are coming alongside the news that the Pelicans have the number one overall pick. But I want to mention some Pelicans news that is also of note, and that's that assistant coach Chris Finch is interviewing with the Minnesota Timberwolves and their brand new president of basketball operations, Gerson Rosas, for their head coaching position. Finch has kind of been in the running now uh, quietly for a couple of head coaching positions in years past, and now he's up for a big one there in Minnesota. Rosas coming in, maybe keen to replace the, the incumbent Ryan Saunders, son of Flip Saunders, who had a pretty good end of season with them, who's been endorsed by Carl Anthony Towns, but it sounds like Rosas likes total control over the franchises that he's going to be, that he runs and will be running here. So he wants to at least interview other candidates and see what else is out there. The Pelicans granted permission for Chris Finch to interview for that job. This would be a big loss for the Pelicans. Finch was kind of instrumental in coming to New Orleans and retooling this offense first around Anthony Davis and uh, DeMarcus Cousins. And then, you know, with the team last season as well, and at least kind of keeping them scoring points, even if 
everything was kind of falling apart at the seams. He thought of as a very bright coaching mind. And the guy who kind of unlocked Nikola Jokic with the Denver Nuggets in Jokic's first big season came when Denver was moving the ball and had one of the best offenses in the league, and they've kept that up ever since. So this is a guy who is an innovator on the offensive side of the ball. I had heard his name before the confirmation that Alvin Gentry was going to be staying, that whoever it was was going to come in if they wanted to fire Alvin Gentry was going to be highly encouraged to look at Chris Finch to take over the head coaching position for the New Orleans Pelicans. Ended up with Gentry staying and Finch for now still being here but might be going. It sounds like they're going to look to first keep Ryan Saunders, but if someone impresses in an interview or Rosas decides he wants to go a different direction, Finch is a name that is certainly going to be high on the list, if not for this one, then for other head coaching jobs in the future. This would be a big blow as the Pelicans now look to kind of elevate their game, getting Zion Williamson a very talented offensive player. This would have been a lot of fun to to see him kind of that fast-paced offense, ball movement offense that Finch is known for. We'll see, though. We don't need to jump to conclusions or jump ahead to anything just yet. So this is... Pretty fun for New Orleans, but also a little bit bittersweet hearing that Chris Finch may be leaving. Need to throw that out into the podcast as well. So get excited, Pelicans fans. You've already seen the franchise turn a new leaf, hiring David Griffin to be the executive vice president of basketball operations, just starting to rebuild the team from the ground up. And now there's a new franchise cornerstone here in Duke's Zion Williamson, the presumed number one overall pick. We will have more to come on this in the coming days and weeks and probably months. Very exciting time here in New Orleans. Pretty good replacement overall for Anthony Davis, who still looks to be on his way out. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget, download the Himalaya podcast app and subscribe to Locked on Pelicans. When you get in your car in the morning, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.